And we are live with another episode of Lead Off Talk with myself, Caitlin, and joined, as always, by Gabe. Gabe, how's it going there, buddy? Going pretty good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. So usually, you know, we record on, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday, but it is Monday evening. And I, we both felt that, hey, we should talk about the Sean Murphy trade. We both said it, it felt like Cleveland was the very logical spot. But it ended up being a three-team trade. Sean Murphy, you are an Atlanta Brave. <laughs> so, and it's such a weird trade. Uh, Milwaukee ends up coming out of nowhere and is a third team in that trade. They trade, I believe they're number eight or nine uh, prospect, who's an outfielder, switching the outfielder to the A's. And they get back a, I believe, uh, Joel, uh, I keep Joel, I can't think of his name. Joel uh, Payamps. Yeah, Payamps. Yeah. I know he's like a relief pitcher, kind of like a, you know, a journeyman kind of guy. But they get William Castillo. What? No, Cat, what? Wilson? No. Contreras. William Contreras, yes. William, yeah. Yeah, yeah William. Who was an All Star last year for the Braves? Uh, played a lot of DH for them. I believe was the DH in the All Star game, which is why he was the, uh, you know, an All Star. But how about that? How about that? That they're able to just kind of sneak, uh, sneak their way into into a trade. They and gave up a, basically nothing. Yeah, you know, the from what I read, the Brewers have a ton of outfielders. And I know, I mean, and we know that from talking to Average and, and our buddy Average, you know, they have um, Garrett, Garrett Mitchell, Mitchell. and uh, Jackson Cheerios. Yep. Uh, they have a few other guys too. So they were, you know, you, and you still have uh, Christian Yelich for a long time. Right. So they have a lot of depth and to basically trade, you know, uh, a depth piece to, to get an all-star catcher. Well, that, yeah, that's a, that's a thing. Looking at this trade, you could make a case that, like, value-wise, the Brewers won the deal out of all three teams. I Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Like, And that's, just, like I said, just off value. I mean, I think we all know that Sean Murphy is a really, really good catcher, but Contreras had a really good year last year and can be really good if he continues his path he's on, and they gave up a Alfred basically was like your super utility guy mm-hmm. for a guy who's on a path to be really fucking good. Like I saw something that said the Brewers came in and took off of them a hundred bucks and then last second exchanged it for a five and the A's never realized. And I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, like I just, I can't believe like an Oakland's end. I mean, I just, I don't know. It just blows my mind. I, I just don't understand. I mean, I- Unless Oakland really liked Ruiz, to just kind of, it's just a it's such a weird trade because I went to the baseball trade finder thing or yeah trade trade finder that the uh, value chart thing, yeah. And I tried to make this trade and it said I couldn't because <laughs> not enough team like basically because Oakland wasn't getting a star like high valued prospect back, you know yeah, well, per their value yeah. per their value. They get well, yeah. Kyle uh, Muller, 
who is the Braves' number one prospect. Ruiz is like eighth or ninth in the Brewers. Uh, let's see. Freddie Tarnock was like seventh Tarnock. or sixth on the Braves. Yeah. Uh, uh, Robert. I've I have no idea, but apparently this guy he's in a uh, single A, throws a lot of strikes, and even, um, even Jeff Passan said. Uh, he's an extremely in, an interesting prospect who struck out 175 in 109 innings as a 21 year old in Class A. If you get his walks under control, he's got a chance to be very very good for the A's. And yeah, then they get Manny, Manny uh, Pena to be their catcher, I guess, for next year. Right. I I think what upset like one of the things that upsets me is that this whole process, like reports that came out now what the A's were asking for Cleveland, which basically they wanted a an everyday player mm-hmm. plus our one or two prospects, which was either uh, I believe it was Gavin Williams for them or uh Valera. And then they wanted also Espinino. And which is insane when you look at what they got. Because, like, yeah, I understand they got the number one prospects from the Atlanta, and they're, num- like, number one and seven, and then the Brewers nine. But if you ask anybody in the league, like, Atlanta's prospects are, like, not that high up anymore because they've called them all up. Like, their prospect pool isn't, like, yeah, it's their number one, but it's still, like, not, like – like, somebody said, like, Mueller would be, like, our seventh prospect in our system, which I don't know how, how much we believe in that, but, like, I don't know. It's just it, – like reading these names and what they were asking for the whole time, and this is the deal. I just, you would think Oakland would want more, way more. But like yeah. you said, they might see something in Mueller or that's Tarnak, or um, I think you're talking about Robert Stelanos. Stelanos, yes, whatever. Yeah. I, I, I can't pronounce his name, and I haven't heard yeah, his no, name, good. so I, I <laughs> have no idea how to pronounce uh, right. Uh, it's funny because I'm, I'm looking through the quote tweets and lockdown MLB prospects. If you're wondering why you don't see the MLB uh, trade values, uh, baseball value screenshots from this trade, uh, this is what comes up when you when you actually do the trade. Reality check: you need to at least you need to add at least one high value player to the other side of this trade for it to be accepted, and make sure there's not too many. Yeah, the Athletics That's- are trading out Sean Murphy, who's a 50, 51.3 three value and getting back uh fourteen point one zero. So making the difference minus minus uh thirty seven point two. The Braves are getting let's see. Yeah the Braves fifty one point three MPN. Fifty one point three, yeah. And they traded out 47.3, so that would make sense. And then the Brewers are getting uh, 38.10 and traded out a 4.9 value guy. Yeah. And the okay. so, the, like, you can make the argument, like you said, the Brewers finessed everybody, and, you know, it, it could end up being the, the William Contreras trade. All right. Well, like, it- it's just funny because, like, the Braves basically just gave up William Contreras basically to the Brewers, and yeah. they didn't even get anything for him. I mean, but the the Brewers, I mean, uh, the Braves got who they wanted, so they didn't really need Contreras. And then the Brewers are just like, hey, 
how about we give you little to nothing? And they're like, Oakland was like, you know what? Take them. And Atlanta was like, will this help our deal? And the A's were like, yeah. Like, what? Even the even but, if you think the value of Contreras is more of a DH, you're still getting somebody who could hit who's going to hit around 30 home runs and can spell right. at times behind the plate. But it was also yep. brought up that they had uh, Omar Nevarez for a, for a while and really helped him become a, a really solid defensive uh, catcher. He was like top, top five in the league, and like, I believe, um, uh, what's it called, framing, and he yeah. used to be one of the worst. So maybe like that, that. I mean, average, like we talk about, average has to be loving this deal for them. Oh, yeah, this 100%. Is, 100%. Yeah. And, and like and I said, if even you, if it doesn't work out, you only gave up a utility guy. Yeah, a, a guy who isn't really gonna do anything for your team anyway, and right? Like, you get a really yeah. you get a relief pitcher, and you get a catcher for until twenty twenty six or twenty twenty seven. Right. So, and if you're Atlanta, you okay? Great, you have Sean Murphy now. You still have Travis Darno. So, is he on the block? Yeah, you got. You gotta wonder. Yeah, and he had a good year last year. I'm a little. I'm a little surprised that. They wouldn't have just traded Darno to the Brewers. I mean, we talked about it where Manny Pena go, yeah. went back to um, went back to the Brewers, and you know the Oakland would get Contreras, but such a weird trade. And then the the market kind of, you know, the not really the market, but um, another domino in the catching, probably the best free agent catcher that was left, uh, Christian Vasquez. Uh, just signed a three-year, thirty million dollar deal with the Twins. So good for him. Good for them. Yeah, I like Contreras. I, I mean Contreras. I like um, Vasquez a lot. I like the moves with Boston. I thought it was always underappreciated there, underrated. I would say. And you go from having probably the worst defensive catcher last year in Gary Sanchez to someone who's really good. Yeah. No, that's true. And, I, w- I mean, I wonder if they'll yeah. value. You know, throwing out base runners more this year, because last year, like that was kind of like the talk every time Cleveland played them, was they they valued trying to steal strikes and framing, and they didn't really have anybody like they had. Who's it? Ryan Jeffers is, was their catcher, and then yeah. he got hurt, so it ended up being Sanchez mm-hmm. and Sandy Leone, the last you know. Handful of games. What I mean, we played them so many times last year. So, yeah, was that's it nine? Like, like the we last Leon forever. Yeah, like the twelve, like the last twelve games in the last month, we played them. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, it, it'll be interesting to see, especially with Vasquez now, somebody who's yes a, a more well-known catcher and more well-rounded uh, defensive catcher too. And he could hit, you know, he could hit. Yeah, he's not that. Fast. I mean, honestly, I like I love that move for the Twins. I do too. And I hate, but I mean, but they also kept Emilio Pagan. So at the end, did they do anything this offseason? Probably, probably not. <laughs> probably not yet. Um, yeah. Because they here's the thing: they're gonna have a lot of money to spend. Yeah, they're with still. Korea. They're still in. Yeah, they're still on Korea too. With that, yeah. them and the Giants, I heard last. That would be. Is it weird that I would kind of like to see a long term deal for Korea with Minnesota? He doesn't really, he doesn't really scare me. And they're no, they're not like, they're like just middle of the road market. 
So a big contract could really, really hamper them. Yeah, that's true. And then their system, I mean, who, who's the top guy? They caught up the shortstop, um, oh, Royce Lewis. Uh, Royce, yeah, Royce Lewis, yeah. He came up and he, uh, I mean, they put him in center. Well, he got hurt again. He he yeah. tore his knee for the second time. So he, Nick Gordon playing center too, and he came up. With, like, he has a lot of guys playing infield, playing outfield now because the one of the best center players in baseball can't stay on the field. That's <laughs> that is also true. <laughs> so uh, it's it's such a weird, just it's so weird, man. It's so weird because yeah. out of nowhere, it's like. A three-team trade because it was uh Jake from uh, John Boy Media. From yeah, Jake. he was a character of three-team trade, not the Yankees. And what an hour later, he's like, he named the teams, and then five minutes later, he's like, trade done. It's like yeah, what? Trade done. And then everybody was sitting there thinking, okay, there's got to be more. There's got to be. Yeah, there's they like announced like, all the. Done. Yeah, they announced all the names except the the lower level pitcher from yeah. the A's, and. We're just like no, no top prospect from the Brewers. The Brewers just yeah. stole, stole those guys. All right, cool. Yeah, all right, yeah, good for them. A couple other uh, free agents uh, signed the past few days. Uh, Sean Mania signed a two-year deal with the Giants. Eh, you know he stays, I, he stays I, in California. Yeah. I, I'm a little uh, underwhelmed with that one, dude. I was gonna say, and I, this is no offense to him, he's probably a good guy. Has he ever been good? Like, really good? I feel like we've been hearing about how good that guy is for, forever. And I feel like he's always just middle of the line. I, mean, I knew he used to cook Cleveland, but Cleveland yeah. could never hit. But also, everybody cooked Cleveland for a long time. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, he just confuses me, I guess. I don't know. I think because he pitches left-handed. He's got good stuff, but... It's a little inconsistent great at hair. times. Yeah, definitely great hair. I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm a fan. And, and then uh, your boy, Chris Bassett. Yep. Going to the grand. Going to the Toronto Blue Jays. How about that? Three years. Yeah, three years. Big money, too. Three. Yeah. I mean, Big money. at the end of the day, Chris Bassett's going to eat innings for you. At the end of the day. And he's a really good pitcher also, but he will just – he eats innings. So good for him, and I think honestly, I think the Mets are gonna miss him a little bit, even though they got so many good people in that rotation now. But at the end of the day, if you need somebody to go out there and give you a good six, seven innings, it's passive. I saw a tweet that said this is now the fourth straight year the Toronto Blue Jays have spent over twenty million dollars a year on a pitcher. Dude, and the thing is, on paper, their rotation is nasty. Yeah, but also I forgot who it was. Um, they had two guys last year who literally looked like they couldn't pitch anymore. Um. I believe one's the Japanese pitcher. I could be wrong. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. Crap. I I see his name. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like see it. God, because it. Yeah, they gave him. He get. He was with Seattle. Fuck. Yeah. Um. Kikuchi or. Yeah, Kikuchi. Kikuchi. Yeah. Yeah. Him and somebody else. I've got and... the other guy, but. And then uh, they have Ryu, who just had can't yeah, say both, the, yeah. They said they spent gave him big bucks. Uh, they spent uh, what's his name, Kevin Gossman, but Kevin Gossman is yeah. pretty good. And then they, and uh, no, Barrios has hasn't been good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. that's the thing. They 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 had pitchers who just they all had really bad seasons last year. 
So if they all put it together and have decent seasons, I mean, that's a scary rotation. I mean, a one-two of, of Gosman and Bassett, at the very least, like you said, they're going to eat innings. And right. they're going to set you up for, for a lot of, you know, wins, especially with that lineup. You know, you, yep. you got to think that, you know, Springer gets out, you know, stays healthy, or at least you would hope, right? Another year of Vlad had a down year, but still was extremely dominant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, Matt Chatton. I mean, honestly, maybe, maybe the only uh, guy that Bichette was kind of turned on to last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bichette did take a minute to to kind of uh, heat up. Um, their second base yeah, but, is pretty good. Yeah, uh, he crushes lefties. Who's Espinel? Espinel, yep, <laughs> Espinel. I'm trying to think, and then he's got Guriel and left. What am I missing? Did they sign somebody else? Oh, they got wit. Wit's they did get wit. They did get wit. Do they have another outfielder though? Did they, they no, sign they somebody? got rid of both of them. They got rid of both their outfielders. Right now, their outfielder Screener, Wit, and Goriel. Oh. Okay. Because they got rid of um. Tupac oh yeah, they got Tapia, and, uh, and they got rid of him. Yeah. No. I'm oh, trying... and then they still got Biggio. Yeah, but I, I think he's kind of like. I think he's kind of like a lost cause. I, I don't really expect yeah. anything from him. And they still have three really good catchers, and no matter what they do with them. Yeah, that again, it, the market shifts to whoever they want to trade, whether it's Danny Jansen or or Alejandro Kirk. I think and, you can do that Marino. Yeah, but I I think they would keep Marino if I. I do too, but you, you never know anymore in this day and age. Well, I mean, that's true, number one. But number two, I think the teams that need catching need somebody who's, like, been there, done that. That's true. And I wonder I wonder how the Sean Murphy trade kind of affects the Kirk market. Because if you're Cleveland, and this kind of will, will segue to, you know, what this means for, for the old Guardians, the old Bridge Boys, like, do you have to give up a whole bunch of guys for Alejandro Kirk? Who I don't is know. a better hitter, who's a better hitter and has an extra year of control compared to Sean Murphy. But defensively, he's nothing like Sean Murphy. He's a great framer, but he keeps his pop times awful. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it, that means. That's the and thing with this Danny Jansen doesn't how... Danny Jansen doesn't move the you know, move the needle for I him. wouldn't mind Danny Jansen for a year. Or six months until, or three months, whenever I wouldn't mind him, but obviously I'm not giving up any that much, and if anything, for Danny Jansen. But for Kirk, I mean, it's just I don't know because this trade was so weird. Weird, like there's so many people involved, and they didn't get a lot. Well, it's it was like, more. I, I, I mean, like it was just more, more pissed. Yeah, I mean, it was more quantity over quality. Which we can give him that too. That's true. I wonder if they'd be more. I wonder if Cleveland would deal from a a a, a place of strength. Toronto needs bull, uh, bullpen help. Maybe you deal a Karen check for Kirk, and then you know maybe throw in somebody else. Yeah. But I mean, it all comes think... down to how people view Karen check too. That's true. That's also true. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Such because weird... also, there's a lot of moves left for this team, in my opinion. Because, like, I I don't know about you, but I don't expect 
Savali and Plesak, at least one of them is gone, in my opinion. And they're both still here. So I would have I would have agreed with that at the beginning of free agency. Yeah. But man, we saw a lot of these guys get fucking paid. Big money. And if you're gonna trade one of those guys, like whatever you think of them, they're at least MOB pitchers. That's true. You know what you're gonna get from Savali. You know what you're gonna get from Plezak every every time they take the mound or get the ball and touch the mound. When you have Tyron Walker getting 18 million, Jamison Tyon getting 17 million, Zach Eflin, who was basically you know yeeted from the rotation for the Phillies and became their closer, is now going to be a starter again, getting. 13 million, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like high, like 13, 14 million (laughs) dollars. No, I, yeah, like, and you have Savali and Plezak on extremely affordable deals and and with control for three more seasons. Like, why would you, why, like, why would you, maybe that, maybe it helps. I mean, obviously, I, Toronto doesn't really need starting pitching. Right? I mean, I mean, everybody can take starting pitching, even if we have it. Let's be honest. Maybe those guys, their value goes up in a trade now, like it's to add them in, not like not like getting back like just a prospect form like I thought we were going to, but actually like add them in the deals. Maybe you never know. I mean, who knows how like they view these guys now? Like you said, and I wonder what somebody like. And I don't think they would trade him, but somebody like Cal Quantrill would, would be worth because he's an innings eater. Oh, dude! He's he you you could sign him to a longer term contract, but at that point, if you're Cal, you're probably like, I want to hit free agency, man. Like I don't. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, like I, I could get. I think Cal I could get twenty million. Right like I could get twenty million. Tyron Walker is getting eighteen. Cal can get twenty. Like that's what. Let's just pretend like we were going to trade Bieber, right? Like they made it at this offseason, like we're going to look at a trade him instead of saying like we're not, we're going to keep him. Mm-hmm. Just imagine what Bieber would get you right now. Oh my god! Holy shit! Like especially what these pitchers are getting. What he got two years left over Joel? This yeah. year or next, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's insane to know what these guys get now. I mean, because Bieber's getting fucking what twenty five million a season at least. At I mean, at the very least, yeah. At the very, that's I mean, he, yeah, I maybe thirty. Yeah, maybe I, I was gonna say thirty. But I don't I think because I don't think yeah. if you're him, do you even sign like a like a super long contract, or do you sign like a maybe three four year deal worth a hundred million dollars? Yeah, and then if he continues to be what he is, hit the market woman, again. Yeah, hit the market again. I mean. Maybe he won't. He wouldn't get the ground money, but somebody's gonna give him that money though every time. But that—that's—that's that's the thing. You never know with some of these markets. I do wonder, like, is the market gonna like correct itself? Because remember, like a handful of years ago in the NBA, where like like the Lakers went out and signed Luol Deng and Timofey Mozgov, and every deals. yeah, and everybody just. Like they were just spending money to spend money, and then right, it kind of like settled a little bit. I wonder if that ends up happening. You would think, but what scares about baseball with that happening is like you have own, some owners in baseball because there's no cap; they don't give a shit about luxury tax. Like for example, the Padres, 
keep giving That's up true. his money. That's true. And like the Padres, you have um. The Mets. It's funny. The only team that gives a shit about the luxury tax it seems like is the one team that never used to, and that's the Yankees. Yeah, this is kind of funny. And I heard that today that there was rumors there thinking about going to get Tatis. I mean, they need a shortstop. It would be insane. But they'd also have to give up prospects, which they don't do, but they also don't call them up. So I don't know what the fuck the Yankees are ever doing. And then you have Boston, who just refuses to pay any of their good players. Yeah, Boston is, I don't know what the. That's, I mean, they're becoming Cleveland, but worse, because they're not even getting good value in their deals. And they're not even like, they're just letting guys go. Yeah, we trade them. We get shit back, at least. Is And it's, they're not even, and they're not even a competitive team either. No. That's, that's what's, I mean, it's kind of pathetic. Yeah. But, I mean, for 20 years, like, all they did was win, what, four World? Yeah. They had four World Series in 20 years. And now yeah. it's just like, they're just, they just don't care. That's what it feels yeah. like. If, if I'm a Red Sox fan, it feels like, oh, they just, they literally do not care. Oh, Mookie Betts, yeah. one of the best players in baseball. Uh, we'll trade him for. I mean, Verdugo at the time was a top prospect, but it's like, why are we trading Mookie Betts? Like, why? Right. And even Verdugo, he might not be there that long. But the way they're going. It, Devers. Like, Devers, yeah, he's gone. I don't know why even he would stay now, knowing that they didn't resign, which I heard was his best friend and guy he played next to him, Bogart. Yeah, Bogart's. Like, why would he? What? What's the incentive for him staying now? Like, oh, I can be with a team that's rebuilding, but we're also the shittiest rebuilding team the way we rebuild. Like, there's like, in my opinion, the Boston Red Sox are stuck in a spot where like the Indiana Pacers are stuck at in the NBA, where they're good enough to be in the middle, but they're not shitty enough to be at the bottom. Does that make sense? They're just in the middle always. Like in the league, now they're in division; they're dead last. But I mean, in their in the uh, in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it makes no sense. And then when you have you know the Yankees and now Toronto's you know kind of built itself into a, a playoff contender. Tender. Uh, the Rays they they're always the Rays until further notice. And and Baltimore man, they're they're right there too. I mean, yeah, they're coming. I I I kind of get it, but if if you're actually trying to rebuild a little bit, then trade your guys and and try to get some value back. Yeah. That's what that's what I just that's yeah that well that's that's the thing like we, I we can hate Cleveland all they want when they don't pay guys you know what I mean like they traditionally don't pay their people but at the end of the day they get value back for their guys and like I said we can hate all they want for how they trade but they get value back for their guys and they know how to do it Lindor everybody hated that trade when it happened but like Ahmed and uh, say his name you say it better than me every time oh say <laughs> oh Andres Jimenez thank you. And I'm the Mexican. I'm supposed to be the Spanish one. And uh, we get – they do that, and he – and remember how many people shit on that deal? Like, oh, they should have got way more. We should have got way more. And we just have, what, maybe the best second baseman in baseball now and a, short, a guy who played shortstop who was, like, top five in the league in hits. And we still got three prospects in that deal that aren't even up yet. That's true. Like, like I, I don't know. It just it upsets me when teams don't understand how to, like, just – if you're going to rebuild, rebuild. Just do it. It's fine. Sorry. No, I I wholeheartedly <laughs> agree, man. I I just I don't understand it either. I yeah. So now what for Cleveland? Like, and we we brushed on it with the Blue Jays catcher, but 
do you do you try to go get one of them? Do you yeah. Mike Zanino I, yeah. come on down? I, I think, mean, it's I think him. I, yeah. I think it I think you bring back Austin Hedges on a one year deal. To be the backup? Yeah. Yeah. I could I mean, yeah. I would 100% do that. And then I think it comes down to, do they go all in for Kirk and just see if they get him? I mean, give them your best deal. If they say no, say no. And then I think it's Zanino or Jensen. And I think, like you said, I think Hedges is a backup until Naylor's ready then. I think I would rather have Zanino for for one year versus trading assets for for Danny Jensen. I don't know. He just, I don't know. He just, uh, I'm just not a fan. No, I, I'm I'm fine with Zanino. And like I said, have Hedgy back there and uh, be comfortable with the pitchers again. Can help out and like hopefully Naylor's up soon. I think that's it, the plan now. Let's just hope Naylor's ready soon. And then it, it gives you the flexibility to have three catchers on the roster towards playoff time. Right. Yeah, that's true. And then we always call up, uh, always sign Sandy Leon back. Well, that's very true. That's very true. <laughs> so, you got anything else you want you want to talk about? We got a few uh, more um, minutes here. I'm trying to think. Um, oh, yeah, I had a question for you. So, we're quick. That's just for you, okay? Spring training comes along. That just say we get Zanino, okay? Okay. So, catchers is good. Mm-hmm. Let's say spring training happens, and let's say uh, George Valeria is ha- Valerie Valeria. Holy crap! Valera? Is having Valera. Jesus, thank you. Is having an amazing spring training. Okay. Okay. Be one of the best we've seen. Somebody gets. Let's just say he he can. They want him up right now. Would you do it? Would so you you're saying if he. You're saying if he hits, if he hits his way onto this team, yeah, like let's just say spring training, he hits so well, like it's like one of those things. Like we, it's kind of like what Zimmer did or Naquin did. You know, Naquin did. Naquin yeah. when we're yeah. like, we this dude's got. Oh, I know. Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. Let's just say that happens again. No. Would you let him be on the team? Would you? No. Would you wait? No, they'll they'll, they'll send him back down. They Think did so? it with they did it with Arias last year. That's true. And. They only did it with Quan because they had, they had no outfielders, right? And with Naylor, they didn't have a center fielder. True. Oh, Naquin, think, you mean? Yeah, for for Naquin, yeah, they they didn't have an outfield. I mean, I think that year they had Marlon Byrd in the outfield, if I remember correctly, in twenty sixteen to start the year before he pissed Todd again. <laughs> like, I think, I think we'll. I think we're more likely to see Will Brennan start the year in the majors than George Valera. All right, that's fair. I just want to see that kid so bad. I watch him chip away. Oh, he's going to be good. It's also, you know, where do you play him? I know that's you, what I was thinking. You got yeah. Josh Bell. Uh, I also think, and I was, I was going to bring it up earlier. It's kind of interesting that. Josh Bell gets officially announced uh, going to Cleveland uh, earlier today, like noon, one o'clock, whatever it was. And then an hour later, two hours later, the three-team trade for Sean Murphy happens. 
I think that was I think that was a subtle sign that that Cleveland was out of the running. I think Oakland finally said like, "Hey, yeah, he's we're we're moving on." Or Cleveland said, "All right, we're moving on." Because yeah. I think with that move, I think they're at uh the top at forty uh people on their uh on their forty men officially. So I I just kind of thought that was interesting. That oh cool. Cleveland Cleveland announces their deal officially because it was agreed on to it was what agreed on Tuesday or Wednesday last no Tuesday Tuesday last week yeah. yeah Tuesday last week and you wait six days to officially announce it and put them on the roster yeah that's true so I think you know what number a, he's gonna be I don't know I didn't see I obviously he can't be nineteen so is that what he was last in for San Diego yeah and I think he was nineteen for Pittsburgh. Oh, well, shit. Number yeah. nine. Well, that's Richie Palacio. I don't know. Yeah, he could have Richie's number. No, 100%. Yeah. Hope it's kind of. What if he's like 91? That'd be cool. That'd be hilarious. I love or 99 it. or something like that. Isn't Karachuk 99? Oh, yeah. Duh. Hello. Well, he gave him his number. Must Mr. Psychopath. Somebody just posted this real quick. I'll show you. To get Kirk, it would, the value is 5190. That would be us giving up Cal Control, uh, George Villarreal, and uh, Tyler Freeman. Huh. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, don't that like seemed... that. <laughs> Wait, his so his value jumped up. Yeah, it must have. Because it was like thirty four point four. Oh yeah, it must have jumped up then. So I wonder huh. what it looked like putting in. I don't know. I'll I'll play with it tonight. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see them at all giving up that. I mean, if they weren't willing to give that up for Murphy, somebody who they liked and wanted to get last year, I I don't see them doing that for Kirk. No. The only thing is Kirk does fit this lineup better than Murphy, but like you said, defensively, he's not even close. But also at the same time, and I think we talked about it, I think I brought it up the last episode, Kirk could easily slide into being a DH, you know, next year. And going forward, that is true. You know, and then you don't have to worry about Josh Bell because you don't you don't have anybody to play first base slash DH. You know, next year or like going forward, unless it's like Oscar Gonzalez or you know somebody like that. Maybe, maybe it's Oscar Gonzalez and Valera. Like who knows? Who knows? Right. You know, yeah. Maybe they want to DH Jose yeah. a little bit more. Like it gives them it options so going young. forward. There were so many possibilities. It's insane. And there's also guys that just aren't comfortable DHing. Yeah. So you gotta kind of fact you gotta factor that in too. So I don't know, man. It'll be it'll be interesting interesting. to see. So uh you wanna shut up the Twitter and whatnot? Yep. Uh you can just follow the the podcast at leadoff talk at L E A D O F F T A L K. And you can follow me on Twitter at Caitlin No Sealy. That's Caitlin K A T E L A N knows K N O W S Sealy. You're not gonna shout out your own Twitter game. Uh, fine, you can follow no, me. You don't, have, no, you, don't, you don't have to. You don't have to. If you don't want Y-N-E-Z-G-A-B-E-1-3. to, Y N E Z G A B E one three. I already got that. Okay. Hey man, I don't know. Hey man. <laughs> Whatever. Alrighty, friends. Well, we will see you on the next episode. And as always, take it easy.